0: Right, Matt James and Matt Q of uh, Motorsport News. Good morning to you both. It's Sunday here at uh, Autumn Park. It was hot and sticky yesterday. I went home, Matt, well, let's go to you, Matt uh, James, to start off with and jumped into a shower as soon as I got back home. That was a sticky day yesterday, wasn't it? It had a... I think quite an effect didn't it on the racing as well or the, the qualifying
1: it did I went home and jumped into a crate of Foster's oh, to did repair, which, which did managed you to cool well. me now yeah. that was lovely <laughs> yeah it was nice um, yeah I think it, the, the hotter it gets then the tyres the don't last so well and it takes away a bit of performance from the engines but <laughs> yeah. some of the quickest latches we saw yesterday were in FP1 when it was slightly cooler Yeah. Um, and the temperatures inside the cars you can see the drivers getting out sweating buckets so it wasn't a nice yeah. environment to be in yesterday Jason
0: Plato would say something like 60 degrees or something 60 degrees centigrade because they don't have have any form of ventilation do they it would no. seem.
1: and you can't open the windows either because no. it creates drag so they exactly. all have to keep the, the windows closed. The engineers make
0: sure that that doesn't happen yeah, yeah. as well Not um good. let's talk about qualifying Colin Turkington from, from the both of you and we'll to chat as well Matt Q um that was a surprise, wasn't it? Colin Turkington wasn't the name that I had down at the top of my list before qualifying with the weight that he had on board and maybe the circuit favouring the front wheel drive cars, but hey ho, he popped in a, a sterling performance. On new rubber, it would seem was the big difference.
1: Yeah, Colin said that he benefited a little bit from getting a toe from his teammate Andrew Jordan, but to qualify on pole with 54Ks of yeah. success ballast really has had everyone turning their heads. They're all talking about it because. uh, Yes, he's only 0.02 of a second clear of Sam Torloff who did a fantastic job in his car. But you have to think that the ballast weight would account for about three tenths, if not more. Mm -hmm. So effectively, Colin is is quite a way ahead of the pack here. And I don't think three tenths is going to be what you'd make out of a tow. So he's obviously got some kind of an advantage. Also here, of course, the cars have a great um, potential in starting because they're rear-wheel drive cars. Yeah. Um, With Colin in pole position and Andrew in second row, you can easily see it being a BMW one-two into the first corner, yeah. and then it's going to be hard work for everybody else.
0: Matt Q, the, the, the Hondas, old and new, I think were... They weren't upset, but they were scratching their heads and a little bit perturbed, I think, yesterday. Sam told off, as Matt, the other Matt, said, did a sterling job, but I think uh, Dan Camish and Matt Neal, not frustrated, but they thought, Ooh, that was our pole to have, and especially Dan Camish.
2: Yeah, I mean, at different points, Sam J and I went to to uh to sort of watch the car's behaviour and they look really sort of really good through through the high speed right hander. Um, Kamish he he was sort of he was on form and so so was Matt Neal but the other Hondas had problems so uh, 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 Josh Cook, he, he had an engine problem which meant he was right down in the speed traps yeah. and that really sort of hurt his time and then with the with the older cars as well so Sam Tordoff and Rory Butcher they both set purple, for, uh, I think Rory was purple in the first sector and tore off Purple in the second sector sort of in a dying moment of the sec- uh, session but couldn't really string together that ultimate lap and so yeah it sort of allowed, allowed Colin on to he, well, he remained unchallenged I think he set his fastest lap within the first 10 minutes of the session it and then never on, headed it? from there yeah. It would
0: seem that Dan Kamish, both you went out a little bit later he tried but I think he said he was pushing the Honda just a little bit, too, the new Honda just a little bit too much and, and that was causing its own problems because of him trying to get more out of it than it actually
1: had yeah, well you're gonna do that. When you see Colin bank of time like that, you're gonna try and get everything out of it to try and match him. But I think I'd also around here, surprisingly yesterday, I heard more talk of traffic than I've heard for a long time. Yeah. A lot of the, the AMD tuning cars, off and Butcher, I think they were both scuppered by finding cars in their way. Mm. Um, so, that it's, you know, it's, it's such a skill to getting the qualifying lap dead right, getting the car set up right, getting the tyres right, and getting the clear lap. Yeah, and I think really that's different. where some of the others got caught out a little we bit. We
0: keep coming to this event at Alden Park, Matt Q, about the fact that qualifying and matt it's so important, isn't it? You know, that's why they were this... Well, it is every weekend it's so important but this circuit's so difficult to overtake so to to be on those first couple of rows it would seem it was essential and that's why i'd like to say that qualifying session yesterday Mac Q was so important
2: well, i'm ashamed to say it because uh but i'm very green into touring cars so this is my first ever time at all and what's really staggered is how how narrow it is and also the sort of uh the uh the amount of crests and stuff in the tarmac that can really sort of I suppose hinder overtaking uh, opportunities because one, it's narrow, it's congested, but two, if you're coming out of a corner and you know you hit that crest and you're getting, as we saw yesterday, wheel spinning fifth gear when a car goes light, that can really sort of sort of hamper your your drag out of the corner. And then you're you know if you're not online or haven't got that momentum to get past, then you've got to sort of merge back and retain track position
0: yeah exactly um, I think we've all resigned ourselves to the fact that Colin's going to win that first race would that be fair Matt James?
1: yeah I think so and, and another peculiarity of Alton Park is it's it, one of the hardest circuits on brakes now when you look at the layout that doesn't necessarily seem obvious no. there are only two well, three really big stops Nickerbrook Lodge and into the hairpin but there's not enough time on the lap to cool the brakes down there's no massive long straights you, you're sort of using the brakes quite a lot so the, the front wheel drive cars particularly will get a longer brake pedal towards the end of the race and that's going to hinder them in terms of overtaking yeah. you know they're not going to be able to make the lunge the dive at the last minute on the last, over those last yeah. few laps when the tyres may have gone off um, so yeah that is going to make things difficult as well
0: The Corolla and Speedworks and uh, their factory just down the road and everything they were saying it is important to have a good weekend at your let's say your local circuit but more importantly Tom with that new car and everything he was happy again I think with it, its performance or not?
1: Yeah, I spoke to him this morning and he kind of said he couldn't possibly have gone any faster on the lap that he did and he was slightly disappointed when he saw he was so far away from pole position. It's a learning experience with that car. Speedworks and the new um, Team Toyota GB Corolla, they're learning everywhere they go. It still looks extremely lively. He said that you know he was really having to drive the car to get the time out of it that he did and, in, and there's nothing on the table. So they're looking at how the suspension works, how the shock absorbers work. They're trying to edge towards getting more out of it. But then again, you know, Alton Park is not the sort of circuit where a car like that would perform well. It's not got the dynamics of, of, of some of the longer cars, some yeah. of the wheelbase cars, so this was always going to be a struggle for them. It's another building block in the learning process with that car.
0: Um, well done again to Rory Butcher. Um, we touched on Rory, I think, a little bit earlier in the older Honda, finishing P5. Final question to you. Andrew Jordan's there. We touched on him earlier. Second row of the grid, again in the BMW. He's on a real roll. Last two meetings, he's had two wins as well. There's no reason, I think, both... Well, say, bring MacQ in for a a final thought about it. Why he shouldn't challenge Colin, I think, because we expect, I think, that Andrew will get past both Dan and Sam. Um, How well do you think Andrew can do this weekend? Because he really does seem to have the bit between his teeth, and he's going to be, I think, that major challenge to Colin, at least in that first race.
2: Yeah, for me, that's although it's Andrew Jordan... That was one of the star performances of qualifying because after his knock with Matt Simpson very early on in uh, in practice he he missed much of practice too sort of so they didn 't have the uh, chance to refine the setup or get as many laps as they like and then they changed the setup yeah. after fp two so he was sort of going in completely green in qualifying <laughs> to come out with fourth I think's really impressive but yeah it's off the back of uh, what, Thruxton and uh, and Croft so two, two double victories he is, he is a four man in the championship it's Turquoise's relentless points that's kept in, kept in top and I suppose Jordan's still sort of feeling the uh, Setback of Donington, where we you know couldn't score in any of the races after his massive shun, but yeah, he is a form He certainly driver. picked
0: himself up, isn't he? And he will be a threat this weekend. I, I look at the championship, we're coming up to the halfway point now. Matt has a real, real final question, and we have a bit of a break now. Colin does look a little bit invincible, doesn't he? That's a new BMW, the three series does look very, very good, and Colin again he's been a professional ever since obviously he seems to have been in this championship but he does do it so well and you think that he's going to take a lot of stopping the position that he holds as we come up to that mid-term break
1: yeah I think one of the, the more interesting things about this year is Colin is now the first double pole winner that we've had in the campaign two polls his last poll was something like 2017 you know he struggled with qualifying with the BMW with weight the one series this one with weight on he's qualifying well and if he starts qualifying well he's going to finish well so you know, for him, I think the job is, it is a lot easier this year than it has even been in previous seasons. Yeah. And we know how good he is.
0: Yeah, no one's going to stop him, you don't think.
1: Is it his fourth championship? I think, think? I think it could well be, yeah. And I think Andy Rouse wants to be looking over his shoulder. Yeah, cause I, I, think I think so five, as well. Not far away. No, I don't think so as well.
0: Guys, lovely to chat. us look forward to today's racing. Thank you very much indeed.